Ace Podcast. Weird. That's right. We're back. This is the Weird News Podcast with Craig and Aaron. My name's Aaron. Oh, yeah, I'm Craig. We just had a meeting with the uh, Lee Berry Studios manager, and uh, too many laughs, too many laughs. We, we are in such high demand. We come in here, <laughs> we, you know, a lot of times we go to the annex to get most of the work done because we're not, there's no distractions. Yes. And when exactly. we come in here, if there's not a, a stack of books to sign or uh, <laughs> posters or photos, <laughs> opportunities, if it's not something like that going on, they're coming to us and they're constantly saying, hey, would uh, you do this for us? Would you do that for That's us? actually what just happened. Yeah. And, and they uh, want, they're, they're wanting us to, you know. We're going to moderate some kind of debate, actually. And that's possibly. Gonna, but that's more, on that, more on that. More on that later. Yeah. But, but um, it's just. It's exhausting when yes. you're in demand all the time. Yes. Uh, and so we had that meeting. It was a quick band meeting before we... And the last time we helped Elizabeth out, she's the, she's the manager here at uh, Leeberry Studios, she actually treated us to some Taco Bell. Yeah, and well, that- almost. <laughs> so, um, hey, by the way, where's front drama today? She does no longer. She no longer works on Thursday. Since you've been sick, uh, we had to record a little later than normal, which means it's going to be a super fresh episode because it's going up at midnight tonight. Anyway, no, it's not. <laughs> actually, this one will go up sometime. It doesn't matter. So anyway, it my, my matter, point but, is though that this, we don't here, have to see her. Uh, you notice Courtney and Front Drama both aren't here tonight. So that's why it so seems a lot more relaxed. It's yes. more relaxed here, <laughs> much more professional here tonight. And it certainly didn't have the attitude that we normally catch. But we got tons of weird stories Let's to get, get to. We got to hurry up. Top story: Teenage slashed with sporks and vicious attack at a San Francisco Denny's. Good grief! Half as dangerous as a fork. Twice as dangerous as a spoon. <laughs> That's the line that got me. That's so true. That's pretty. You good. know what we're gonna have to do? We're gonna have to outlaw sporks. You I'm, know, I'm afraid. You know, E was. Yeah, I think we will. You know, yeah. E was fascinated with sporks when he was younger. Well, they're, they're, well what every, is it? A spoon? Every, a fork? It, it, it's an. It's an all encompassing. It's a. It's a. I tell you what it is. It's a little piece of magic. Why did they go with spork when they should have went with fapoon? Fapoon. Yeah. Mm, you know, I'm gonna let you work on that. Don't gift. pop that balloon. Be careful with your fapoon. No, that's you know, there's all kind of marketing. I'm just gonna there. stop you there. Work on that bit, as Savannah would say, and get back with me. If okay. you're on your pontoon, make sure you got your fapoon. <clears throat> Anywho, so Ethan was obsessed with these things, and he'd always go to a restaurant. He always bring one home in the plastic. Yeah, a lot of people were obsessed with them. Uh, there were T-shirts. I remember. I still am. Spork T-shirts. Bojangles has them. Taco you know, Bell you, has them. You can get a custom super duper spork at, at Bass Pro Shop for like ten bucks. Why would I want that? Oh, is that for camping? Yeah, but I don't know why anybody would want that. Well, because you can get a free one down Taco Bell, <laughs> but it's reusable. <laughs> I reuse those. You know, just wash them off. That's because you're bit. a disgusting individual. Whatever, mom. But Alan, on the other hand, Al Allen's got a silver. He was born with a silver spork in his mouth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That explains his speech impediment. Alan. Actually, the way he talks now. If anybody has seen the movie Twins, that's the story of me and Alan. I'm Danny DeVito. You're Danny DeVito. Alan is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get down, little brother. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Don't start that again. The invention of the spork is generally credited to a doctor named Samuel L. uh, L. It doesn't say L. (laughs) It does not. But my brain wants to say Samuel L. You know why? Why? Because my uncle Jackson. Samuel L. Samuel W. Francis, you call him Francis? He'll kill <laughs> Lighten you. up Francis. He'll, he'll kill you. Who in 1874 patented the spoon fork knife combo? Yeah. Oh, he had a spoon fork knife combo. Right. Numer- numerous uh, similar inventions have popped up since then. However, the current sp- spoon fork design remains the most popular. Duh. 
Uh, nearly a century and a half later, the odd utensil remains a common sight in many to-go meals in America. It's also become popular in prisons as a safer alternative to giving inmates plastic knives or forks that could be fashioned into weapons. But I'm pretty sure, uh, pretty sure. <laughs> they can follow one of those things down to be sharper than a knife. You could probably slice somebody's neck open you with it. You could just break the head off that thing and be dangerous. Yeah. You seem like you speak from experience. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, let's see. Where was it? But even so, recent events prove that it's still not impossible to hurt someone with a spork. According to NBC Bay Area, on early Thursday morning, an 18-year-old woman was hospitalized. Hospitalized. Hospital. hospital she was put in the hospital. You're starting to skip again. She was hospitalized after receiving several injuries to the face by a group of women armed with sporks. Women, uh, women, what's wrong with me? Don't answer that. Are you still on meds? No. Police said the woman was dining at a 24-hour restaurant in the, that's a long time to dine. Man, it is. In an 800 block of of Mission Street in San Francisco at approximately 3.50 a.m. Nothing good is going to come out of this No, sir. When she got involved in a fight with a group of at least four other women, during the fight, the teenager was allegedly held down by the women who slashed her face several times Good with a plastic utensil and then ran off with the victim's cell phone. 3.50 a.m. Uh, you know, her, nothing bad ever happens to me after midnight because I'm always home asleep. in bed and sleep. Unless somebody breaks in your house. That doesn't happen. If it was to happen, then that would be something bad. I think my wife's dog would take care of them. She'd walk up and say, y'all need anything? <laughs> yeah, can, I get, can I help carry the TV to the car? <laughs> Bathroom's this way if you need it. And, uh, Her injuries weren't considered life-threatening, according to SF Gate. Uh, however, the suspects who police believe are between the ages of 18 and 20 still hadn't been caught or identified as of Friday. The restaurant wasn't identified in the news reports, although Munchies confirmed, Munchies, mm. upper, uppercase, confirmed with a manager at Denny's restaurant located at blah, 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 that the incident took place there. You like Denny's? I've only been like once in my life. I really. love Denny's. Munchies. Uh, Best meal I ever had in my life is at a Denny's. And that's the honest to God truth. That we didn't ask for. <laughs> Munchies, <laughs> <a> breakfast. <laughs> Munchies reached out to Denny's. I've been in one twice that I remember. Once was in Las Vegas. I think I've told the story And before. once was down in Nashville. I went to one. Back in the 80s when I was collecting baseball cards, Denny's had, uh, if you got a Grand Slam breakfast, you got a, uh, three special Denny's only baseball cards. So I went and I said, well, I'll just take the Denny's. Uh, I've forgotten uh, apple cinnamon pancake Grand Slam breakfast. They put that thing in front of me and I took one bite and I was like, what on? What in the? What the? It was that good? I said, wow. Wow. <laughs> it was, it's to this day, the best breakfast I've ever had in my life. I felt like that when I went to IHOP and got that toffee pancake thing they had was like, and like chewy, like bits of like heat, uh, Heath bar, kind of like Heath bar, like, like English toffee. Yeah. And whipped cream and all this kind of stuff on pancakes. It was so good. Yeah. It was like eating candy. And I was really happy because when I was done, my first inclination was, dang, I want to order more of those. Yeah. But by the time I was done, it had done its job. And I was like, I cannot eat any more of these. But it was so good. And that was a great story. Let's go back to San Francisco now. (laughs) The restaurant wasn't identified. Blah, blah, blah. We talked about that. Munchies reached out to Denny's and the San Francisco Police Department for comment. And while we have not received a response from the SFPD, Denny's provided the following statement. Denny's is fully cooperating with local law enforcement into their investigation of the incident. Our team called the police immediately who arrived soon after. So that's pretty much saying they're involved. Yeah, they're involved. Spork attacks. Papoon. Spork attacks in America are extremely rare. Although there have been sporkratic 
incidents. <laughs> See what I did? <laughs> yes. It said sporadic, but yeah. I made it sporkratic. Yeah, you did. Fapoon. Incidents in recent years, including in jails. Headline is Lafayette man sent to emergency room after a huge raccoon fell through his ceiling. Good gracious. Are you familiar with Lafayette? I mean, there's Lafayettes and Lafayettes in every country in the union but I, I, they're pronounced different everywhere well, i believe it's supposed to be lafayette lafayette's one way to pronounce we say it. lafayette we say it's a, that's how it's pronounced here lafayette well uh but, some because it's pronounced that way here doesn't mean it's pronounced the right way no i heard a story about this that's like this we, week. we've got a town called santa fe it's santa fe <laughs> but they say santa fe well that's how they pronounce it doesn't make it right though well what if i said what if you what if your name was craig and i called you craig i say what are you from down under mate Anyway, uh, there's a place that calls it Lafayette. Laf- Lafayette. Lafayette. But anyway, it's pronounced different. Anyway, Laughing yet? that's not where this happened. 3 a.m. Oh, look at this. Another 3 a.m. story. 3.30 a.m. on a Sunday may be the worst time for unexpected guests to show up at your house. <laughs> I would say so. For Edward Brose, so this must be uh, down in Louisiana way. Barouz. Barouz. I guarantee. I wonder if uh, Randall uh, knows this guy because he spends a lot of time down there in Louisiana. You know it's a big state, right? Yeah, it isn't the timing as much as it is the type of guest and the inconvenient entrance that was made after a massive raccoon fell through the ceiling of his St. Street's home. I was awoken, uh, guarantee, by some kind of scampering noise in the attic. I said, ooh, that's good, and the space directly no, he said, above me. that's bad. Oh, that's bad. He said, wow. Before I could determine what's going on, see, and while I'm looking up at the ceiling, both sheetrock and a large animal fell directly on top of me. Ooh, that's bad. I jumped out of bed, turned on the light, and it was a large raccoon about the size of a medium dog. What size dog do you want, medium or large? <laughs> I want to know what happened. I want to see if the raccoon ate his face. As if the idea of a raccoon falling on you in the middle of the night wasn't bad enough, Barus could immediately tell he was cut and blood had covered the one side of his face. His are the raccoons. Unfortunately, he couldn't deal with his injuries because the raccoon freaked out, quote unquote, and began running through the house, destroying everything in its path. Did it have a wee little laser gun? I put on some bulky clothing, leather gloves, and started the process of closing doors to limit where I could run. Took about 15 minutes to avoid the raccoon, close the doors, and open the front door so it could run out. Ooh-wee. Yeah, I can't say for sure if that's a good Louisiana accent. Yes, it is. No, but I was going to wait, wait. Okay. I can't personally confirm, Ooh-wee. but I'm going to say it's entertaining. That's a guarantee. It's pretty good. I pretty, I'm, I'm enjoying it. His injuries. Oh, after the raccoon got outside, Barus went directly to the Lafayette General Medical Center and received a tetanus shot. Craig, five rabies shots. That's oh. the worst. That's the worst shot you want. They're 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 cute creatures, but they're pretty vile. They too. are cute. After getting the raccoon, or his injuries could have been worse, but his hands were cut up and his ear was still in pretty bad shape. Once my ear was cleaned, it was discovered that a piece of it had come off almost completely. So, did the raccoon do this, or the the, the ceiling falling? I think on? it was the raccoon. Uh, it all could have been much worse. The raccoon could have scratched my eyes or my face. I have five or six stitches in my ear. Ooh, it hurts, and it's pretty gross, but I was expected to make a full recovery. But his troubles weren't over yet. While Bruce waited in the ER, he noticed a lot of friends and neighbors posting about the bad weather that had rolled in the area. Oh, no. <laughs> in the midst of his freak raccoon accident, it dawned on him there was still a huge roll, hole in his ceiling. Time to call your friends. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Somebody you got, get over. You got that top. <laughs> Woo-wee, I'm going to have some rain in my house. <laughs> get over there. I don't want to be sleeping in no water, bed. Delta passenger forced to sit in seat covered with feces. 
or miss the flight. Fecal surprise! A Delta Airlines passenger flying from Atlanta to Miami on November 1st was allegedly told that he could either sit in a seat that was covered in feces Ugh. or be left behind. Ooh, you, don't want that. That. you don't want to be left behind. <laughs> Somebody else left there behind. <laughs> Matthew Meehan of Michigan uh, said that after boarding the Delta flight, he quickly discovered not only a bad smell, but Ewe. feces in the seat, floor, and wall of the oh plane. Oh, my gosh. Somebody clean that Should up. Should be immediately shut down that yes. plane? Yes. <clears throat> after sitting in the mess. Ugh. He said the crew gave him two paper towels and a bottle of gin to wipe it off. <laughs> no, drink him. this. You won't yeah, care. Yeah, right. The passenger <laughs> told Yahoo Lifestyle, where I go for all of my please travel information, uh, is, uh, let's see, that when he emerged from the bathroom expecting the seat to be disinfected, the flight was still boarding as normal. He was told to, uh, he said he was told, that's not our responsibility. Someone from the gate needs to take care of that. We are in the middle of an active boarding. We're busy. If you want, you can get off the plane and talk to someone. That's what I would have done. <coughs> oh, I, this would be all over the news. I would have shut that airport down. We will shut this flight down. <laughs> this is a poop flight for charity? This is a poop-free flight. Meehan said he spoke to a manager. She said, if the clean crew didn't do their job, that's not my problem. Oh, my good gosh. Meehan told Yahoo Lifestyle. Delta. So I I said, can we get that cleaned up so I can sit down? She said, sir, it's almost time for the plane to leave. You can sit in your seat or you can be left behind. Meehan told ABC Action News he was forced to remain seated and place a blanket over the mess. Ugh. After landing, the passenger published photos of his feces-covered shoes on Facebook. Surprise. And hit out uh, and hit out at the airline. The post has since racked up hundreds of comments and shares. Is this even legal? He wrote. This is a health code violation. Absolutely. Delta He's- was made aware of this feces from uh, the prior flight before my flight boarded, and no one checked to see if it was clean. I was allowed to board unknowingly and sat down and covered myself in sickness and disease. Oh, that's so gross. No apology. No care. Was no uh, was was told to deal with it by. Atlanta Redcoat, stinking Redcoats. <laughs> I'm shaking. I'm disgusted. In a statement, a Delta Airlines spokesperson apologized. The statement oh, read. Oh, yeah. Now, <clears throat> now they're sorry. On November 1st, an aircraft operating flight 1949 from Atlanta to Miami was boarded before cleaning was complete following an incident from a previous flight with an ill service animal. Delta apologized uh, to customers impacted by the incident and has reached out to make it right, offering a refund and additional compensation. The safety and health of our customers and employees is our top top priority. No, it's not. Their actions prove it's not. And we are conducting a full investigation while following up with the right teams to prevent this from happening again. Upon landing in Miami, the aircraft was taken out of service to be deep cleaned and disinfected. Now, you know what's going to teach them is put give them an outrageous fine. Absolutely. They like, should be fined. Find them millions of dollars. So oh, they, so and it think, should go straight to the Mr. Meehan. Even if it didn't, the fact is, make them, make them feel it. Make Delta, yes. you know. Uh, Meehan said he was offered 50,000 miles in compensation, but may take legal action instead. I'm a diamond medallion and a million miler, he told Yahoo Lifestyle. I don't know what kind of euphemisms those are, but this is a family show. (laughs) Can you even say that? I don't know. Uh, I'm a diamond medallion and a million miler. Okay. If this is how they treat their top tier, I can't imagine how they treat people who aren't part of the Sky Miles program. How about for the rest of his life as a start, you let him ride first class? Absolutely. Free. 
you know i'm not much i don't like it when people sue people for just really frivolous yeah yeah. but this one deserves a lot delta needs to pay for this just blatant disregard for for not only health his health but everyone else on the plane yeah and i'm sorry but if you work there and if you are a um airline attendant yeah you shouldn't be expected to work yeah in, no. in that situation no, you should not. nobody should be that and, plane when that happened if they have to have surf pro come out on the spot absolutely and, that's and, a good and, idea and, then they should come because you know when surf pro comes out it's like it never happened yeah, like it never happened so it says yeah. right there on the truck sure like, does. like it never happened by hey, the way surf pro is not a sponsor of this show yet hey yeah. is it <laughs> yeah because there's a lot of crap they could clean up in this show <laughs> Is it Tuesday, by the way? Yes. It no, is not. It's not Tuesday. The reason I ask because we got a twofer. Twofer Tuesday. Kind of like Taco Tuesday, but a little bit different. Headline is... Yeah, a lot different. Bill Gates... Brand- I got the other end of it. <laughs> Bill Gates brandishes poo to showcase reinvented toilet tech. Billionaire philanthropist and Microsoft founder Bill Gates had his hands full on stage in Beijing on Tuesday... Showing a jar of human feces. Why? I don't know. He couldn't use the prop? (laughs) The stunt was part of a speech at the reinvented toilet expo event. Has he he hit the boredom level? A a showcase for new toilet technologies. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has spent more than $200 million on researching the field across the last seven years. 20 cutting-edge sanitation products were on display, intending to destroy harmful bacteria. They should have had one of these on that Delta flight. Yeah, they should have. I have to say, a decade ago, I never imagined I'd know so much about poop, Mr. Gates joked at the conference, and I definitely never thought that Melinda would have me tell my uh, have to tell me to stop talking about toilets and fecal sludge at the dinner table. The entrepreneur was helping to launch a the three day event where leader Xi Jinping, uh, I guess that's how you say that, close enough, uh, was has made a so called toilet revolution across across the country a policy priority. Policy, I'm having problems. I'm like you last episode. Wow. The showcased products aim at revolutionizing sanitation technology by operating off grid. To separate uh, liquid and solid waste <laughs> and remove harmful I'm byproducts. Remove harmful byproducts. I think the whole thing would be. I would think so, unless it's in your chair in your airplane. <laughs> yeah, then it's okay. Just put a blanket on yeah, it. Yeah, put a blanket on it. It's no longer a question of if we can reinvent the toilet and other sanitation systems. He yeah, said. Every time you say toilet, it sounds like you're saying toilet. Toilet. It's a question of how quickly this new category of off-grid solutions will scale. The entrepreneur described entrepreneur entrepreneur described the invention on display as the most significant advances in sanitation in nearly two hundred years. That's crazy. Since Mr. Crapper invented the first uh toilet. We love a good story involving food being thrown at people. I lo- we used to have a food fight button. Used to. Well, we would have that again if you would send me the sound files. I am it's trying coming. to restore our glory. <laughs> I will shut these sound files down. Casper Man, that's a guy who looks like a ghost, but he's a very friendly ghost, arrested for throwing Hot Pocket at woman, burning her. Oh, my goodness. Casper Police have arrested a man for domestic battery after he reportedly hit a woman with a Hot Pocket, <laughs> burning her. I'm sorry. That's funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. Levi Lucero. 29 was booked into jail on a recommended charge of domestic battery. According to an affidavit of probable cause, Casper police officers responded to an apartment at roughly 2 a.m. Sunday. There you go. 2 a.m. Must be lonely. Must be lonely. (laughs) Sunday for a report of an assault. A woman had called the police and said that Lucero had thrown a hot pocket at her friend and the victim's face was blistering and falling off. She's done. (laughs) 
her face is falling off. I, who doesn't like a hot pocket? And <laughs> really, so I don't think I've ever. Face. I've never had a hot pocket. Oh, they're delicious. Do they make like sweet ones, like apple pie hot pockets? They should. Yeah, I'd, they I'd don't. try those. They don't, but they no, they like pepperoni pizza. No, nah, I've never had one. Philly James steak used and to cheese. Eat them. They're good. Yeah, I think they're good. I, mean, I think they're one of the best frozen foods out there. Okay, I'll take your word for you it. You take that to the bank. Are they gluten free? I hope not. Lord no, that'd ruin everything. No. When police officers arrived, the victim was being placed into the back of an ambulance. Burns were evident on the left side of her neck and left ear, and there was a giant pepperoni on her face. <laughs> what police described as hot pocket shrapnel was all over her neck and shirt. Now, that's that's a real thing. Yeah, hot pocket shrapnel. Well, it's all that the gooey innards of a hot pocket, which is just molten lava, basically. The EMT said it's bad that you got burned, but this melanoma, you really need to have it. Oh, never mind. That, <clears throat> that's pepperoni. Yes. You went a long way for that. What's so? Are you distracted? No. The victim I'm identified about pepperoni pizza is what I'm thinking about. The victim identified Lucifer as the assailant. <laughs> <laughs> Lucero as the assailant. She said they'd been together for six years. Lucero told police that he and the victim had gotten into an argument, but nothing else happened. Oh, hey, when sure. asked about the burns on the victim, Lucero, uh, Lucifer reportedly said, "I did not mean to burn her." He claimed <laughs> that she, he had been eating a hot pocket. When the victim, at 2.30, I just happened to be eating a hot pocket. <laughs> yeah. When the victim punched him in the nose, what? he threw the hot pocket at her. Well, it's self-defense. Lucero was arrested. The victim later told police that she had put pajamas on and gone into the kitchen to make a sandwich at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, she's hungry. Lucero, who was sitting on the couch in the living room, asked her to make him a hot pocket. Poof, the victim, you're a hot pocket. Yeah, you're a hot pocket. <laughs> Wow. Bet, what do you want to bet he was playing a video game? Probably. If he's up at 2.30 in the, front of the TV. The victim. The victim. <laughs> that didn't sound right when I first said it. The, the victim. victim. The victim. No, Victor. Uh, then gave uh, Lucero the hot pocket, which was very hot, and Lucero asked her to change the television channel. What? Was he a 1950s <laughs> husband? Say, sweetheart, while you're up. Hey, yo. Make I, me a hot pocket. How you enjoying that new blender that I bought you? <laughs> For Christmas, maybe we'll get that yeah. vacuum I've yeah, had my eyes on. I was looking at all these uh, ads, these these ads that, that, that actually the header said these are like, I don't know, 10 ads that from the 50s that. Oh, some of those that, are funny. That owe women apologies. Yeah. And one of them is like, she's literally Christmas morning. It's a drawing of her. She's sitting on the ground with her, with uh, the Hoover vacuum cleaner. She's looking at the book <laughs> or looking at the, there's like a card with it or something. Uh, other one was like, you know, well, honey, at least you didn't burn the beer. She said, this sucks. And he said, yes, it does. Very well. Well, <laughs> Try it out. My favorite was she's crying in the kitchen. He says, well, at least you didn't burn the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're cringeworthy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see. Where was I? <sighs> Lucero used her phone and was flipping through television channels. Used oh, yeah. She had the remote on her phone. Okay. Those are cool. Uh. The victim said then he uh, the victim he, said he became hateful. He got all hateful on her. And started saying mean things to her. You big doo doo head. <laughs> you big poopy head. You ugly, you stupid. <laughs> you might fly on a delta flight. Yeah, you just poopy, poopy on a delta flight. Poop. She told him that he would not treat her that way. You will not treat me that way. Lucifer then allegedly threw the victim's phone at her, breaking it. He became angry and threw the hot pocket. Hitting her in the left side of her cheek, the hot pocket stuck to her neck and burned her. That's not, that's actually scary sounding. It's like those grenades that stick to people, yeah. like those sulfur grenades. Uh, she ran outside and removed as much of the food debris as possible. <laughs> oh, no doubt this thing, if it came out of the microwave, it probably would cause really it bad burn. It certainly did. Her face fell off. It's called hot pocket. It's yeah, not a pocket of heat. It's not called lukewarm or cold pocket. or It's called hot pocket. Hot. As she stood outside crying, licking her neck... Uh, due to the pain, uh, shit, long, long tongue. 
licking her neck. <laughs> Gene Simmons' sister. Yeah. The victim could hear uh, Lucero breaking things and throwing things uh, around inside the residence. She walked back inside and found uh, Lucero, who was getting in her face and screaming at her. Wow. 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 <laughs> Headline is Dutchman, age 69, brings a lawsuit to lower his age to 20 years. Saw this today. Who's he going to sue? Himself? I, he identifies as a 20-year-old. Well, Let's, what's wrong with that? I mean, this is 2018. <clears throat> A Dutch yeah. positivity trainer has launched a legal... What does a positivity trainer do? Train you to be positive, I guess. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm not positive. positive, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> a Dutch positivity trainer has launched a legal battle to change his age and boost his dating prospects. Emil So Rathabon, he thinks just by telling people he's 20, he's going to go yeah, pick up 20-year-old women. Or 20 years. He wants to be 49. He's 69. Emil oh, Rattle- I thought I read that he wanted to be 20. I must have read it wrong earlier. Rattlebond, age 69, wants to shift his birthday. Audubon? Yeah, from uh, the 11th of March, 1949 to the 11th of March, 1969. That he's would make him younger, younger than us. us. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to the change to identify. Oh, wait a minute. We might have been hasty about this decision. This is actually it's a good true. idea. He's comparing the change to identifying as being transgender. So he's saying if, if that guy can claim he's a woman, I can claim that, I'm 20 years that younger. guy... <laughs> We live in a time when you can change your name and hey, change your gender. Hey, yeah. Hey. What? Wow. <laughs> Why can't I decide wow. my own age, he said. You know, Craig, as sad as it is, he's got himself an argument there. A local court in the eastern city. Maybe he of, should argue with his 49-year-old self about it. They can Arnhem work it out. is expected to rule on the case within four weeks. However, officials were skeptical about the case, believing that there was no legal mechanism allowing a person to change their birth date. <laughs> he's going to change to 49, and he's going to get hit by a bus and killed. And they're going to say he died so young. One of the judges wanted to know what would become of the 20 years that Mr. Rattleband wanted to erase. Who were your parents looking after then? Who was that little boy? He, well, he wants to use he wants to get rid of the last 20 years, not the first 20 years. Right. Mr. Rattleband argues that he feels discriminated against. Well, no, no. He's, he wants him. No, that would be the first 20 because he would wait longer before he was born. He's identifying as somebody who was born 20 years after he was born. No, I disagree. I think he wants to erase the last 20 years, go back to the when he was 49 and be that again. That's not what they're saying, though. He wants. That's what I'm saying. I'm reading the story. Mr. Rattleband argues that he feels discriminated against because of his age and that it, it was affecting his employment chances. That's true. I guarantee you there is age discrimination, but especially here. But you're still, especially here. He's in. He's in. I know. He, he's he's in. He's, he's in, in Deutschland. Deutsch. When I'm 69, I'm limited. If I'm 49, then I can buy a new house, drive a different car, I could take up more work. He said. When I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69, I don't get an answer. When I'm 49, with the face I have, I will be in a luxurious position. Then why doesn't he just not go through this nonsense? Why does he just change his profile? I think, I don't know. I think he needs attention or something. Mr. Rattleband further argued that according to his doctors, he has the body of a 45-year-old. He keeps it in the closet next to the kitchen (laughs) and described himself as a young god. Oh, boy. He's going to be in trouble. He went on to Facebook last year to describe how he had made the decision one day standing in front of a mirror. And I saw a picture of this guy. He looks 69. Not because yeah, he does. I've seen him. Yeah, not because he feared getting old, but because he wanted to make the most of life for as long as possible. That's ridiculous. In Florida, I went dessert. They like a quarter pounder without cheese, so they're suing McDonald's for $5 million. Okay, I agree with suing Delta. I don't agree with suing the clown. 
Two. Well, where is he? You never see him anymore. That's true. They've kind of done away with him since it. Two's well, not that. They just they're trying to get away from the healthy thing. They're trying yeah, to get away to get from all him. Healthy. Yeah. Well, people We're, are trying to say that he's he lures kids into make them want to eat bad food. I say he lures them into the sewers. <laughs> what i say lure he's a sewer lure he's a sewer lure. <laughs> that's what he is wow <laughs> wow two south florida mcdonald's customers think the fast food giant is being awfully cheesy oh please i don't have it anymore <laughs> why are you kidding me <laughs> i don't have the i could give you this that doesn't really work though because the joke wasn't that good <clears throat> i don't have it either okay good just keep reading Okay, that'll work. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. According to the class action lawsuit, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Says, Two South Florida McDonald's customers think the fast food giant is being awfully cheesy with how it charges customers for signature item that's been on the menu since 75, 1975. According to a class action lawsuit filed in Fort Lauderdale Federal Court on May 8th, Cynthia Kistner and uh, Broward County and Leonard, Leonard, welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Leonard Werner of Miami Dade said they have had to pay for cheese. They don't want another quarter pounder sandwiches. We had this story before about some other people. Yeah, some, this. this is a twofer. The suit asked for at least five million. Now that's ridiculous. It comes down to this. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> Here we go. Lay it out for us. On the menu, yeah, a hamburger at Mickey D's is cheaper than a cheeseburger. True, by about a dime. According to the lawsuit filed by Andrew Lavin of the Miami-based Lavin Law Group, McDonald's used uh, used to sell four items in the quarter pounder quarter pounder family, with and without cheese, with price adjusted accordingly, about thirty to ninety cents more than cheese than without. So he's saying you can get a quarter pounder for thirty cents cheaper without cheese in the past, or ninety percent. Or 90 cents cheaper for a double. And guess what? That was an offered product that's not offered anymore. There you go. The practice continued for years, the suit says, but now McDonald's at some point ceased separately separately displaying these products for purchase on menus and currently lists the availability of quarter pounder with cheese and double quarter pounder with cheese. As a result, the suit claims, customers have been forced and continue to be overcharged for these products by being forced to pay for two slices of cheese, which they do not want, uh, who cuts that cheese? Who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> Journalism today is terrible. Um, two slices they don't want or don't want to receive. To be, okay, they want to be able to. They don't want to have to buy the cheese. Uh, uh, having to pay for the cheese they do not receive because they ask for it to be hold off the burgers. Well, they are not loving it. No. Um, the suit does not say the restaurant change chains charge more or less money when you have it your way such as asking for an extra squirt of special sauce on a mcdonald's big mac nevertheless the suit claims mcdonald's is being unjustly enriched by these practices because it receives payment for cheese it is not delivered to its customers okay sorry i'm still fighting this thing um so these people are stupid yeah um you don't want to the thing is if the cheeseburger and hamburger Yes, those are two things that are that are they they chose to offer those. Yes, it's they, their place. They chose to only offer a a quarter pounder with cheese. They're lucky they don't get charged a service charge for having not to put cheese on there. Yeah, well, right. They got a system. They uh, do. No, but it doesn't. The point is though that 
there, you know, I could say some at different times of the year that there used to be a McRib and there's not anymore. Actually, it's back. Well, I, I know, yeah. but I'm saying I could say that during a lot of times of the year. I could say, yeah, you used to have a McRib. I'm going to assume because it's not there anymore. Right. There's not a quarter pounder with cheese. There's not a just regular quarter pounder. Right. You can, no, you can get it without cheese. I know that. But I'm there's saying no there's not. That's, the, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. not. There's not a a product called the quarter pounder that doesn't come with cheese. Ah, right, there you go. McDonald's probably should play the play it like Burger King does. Uh, Burger King, you got to learn if you're doing it wrong a couple of times that it's not always a Whopper with cheese. You have to add yeah, the cheese. Exactly. Yeah. So McDonald's would probably be better off to do, but but at the same time, it's their prerogative. I love Whoppers. It's their pro- I do too. It's their prerogative. It's their it's their thing. What do you what are you complaining about? You're the one that doesn't like cheese. It's their prerogative. Hey, what's with people falling through restaurant uh, ceilings without? their pants on because remember last episode we had a story of a young lady fell out of a ceiling at a it might have something to cookout. do it might have something to do with if you're going through one of those air ducts yeah the pants are too thick maybe and, and then maybe you can't get i through. don't think so headline is man with no pants falls through alabama waffle house ceiling fights patrons before escape maybe it's just a man with no pants the fact that he <laughs> fell through the ceiling is just secondary there's a place in front never mind Customers at a Waffle House in Tuscumbia, Alabama, were left panicked on Sunday after a man in his underwear fell through the ceiling. Were they panicked because he was just in his underwear, or they fell through the ceiling? Following a failed robbery attempt. The Times Daily newspaper reported that the police officers identified the suspect as 27-year-old Wesley Glenn Boast of Birmingham. After fleeing the scene on foot, Boast is now wanted on first-degree criminal mischief and burglary charges, according to Detective Sergeant Wes Holland. Tuscumbia Police Chief Tony Logan said Boast had been trying to break into the restaurant's office above the dining space. And do these people not realize that that ceiling tiles don't hold weight? I mean, they're they're they break they're in your hand. They break in your hand. Yeah, they're uh, they're a facade. After climbing up, he tumbled through the floor and into the dining room area below. The fall was captured on video. Uh, he had removed his blue jeans and tied them to the bathroom door to ensure he wasn't disturbed. So he locked the bathroom door by tying his jeans, I guess, and, and holding it somehow. Uh, in the clip, viewed by hundreds of thousands of times, uh, bad language, so be careful if you pull that up online. The dazed man is seen tumbling onto a table after falling through the Waffle House's ceiling. One person is heard shouting, hey, don't go anywhere, as the man tries to aggressively... Oh, it's Alabama. Hey, don't go nowhere, as the man tries to... I'm watching the video now. No, turn that down. I'm turning it down. I'm turning it down. I'm watching it. Oh, here he comes. Yep. Oh! (laughs) Oh, boom. Wow. Wow. As the man tries to aggressively push his way out of the building. Get off me, he's heard shouting. (laughs) Basically dressed. He looks like he's wearing one of those wrestling outfits you would have worn in school. Well, those that's not dressed. As customers film the chaos and shouting workers attempt to keep the man inside the store, he falls to the ground briefly before standing and forcing his way out the front door. Police said that after exiting the restaurant, he got into his car with another suspect. They later left the vehicle and fled on foot. I love how n- everybody in the Waffle House comes together. Not there's there's a whole, it's like they already had their roles planned out. You've got a group that have their phones like in holsters coming yeah. out, <laughs> recording. You got other people that are holding the doors, blocking the guy. Oh my gosh, there's like there's like insulation all over. <laughs> We have his car and we have his driver's license and identification, which he left in his pants inside the Waffle House. Dude, he broke through several spots. Logan said that information would be shared with other departments and agencies. Meanwhile, a representative for Waffle House named Pete Warner told Fox News, we're glad everybody's okay. Nobody was injured, except for the man that fell. There's, a, the there's, a, little kid, there's a little kid in the video and he's just cra- he's laughing. Sure it's so he funny. Is. Last week, if you're a kid,
kid and a man in his underwear falls out of the ceiling. There's not much funnier than that. Last week in Tennessee. It would only been better if there had been somebody praying over their meal saying, Lord, please send us something from heaven. Give us a sign. Please show us, give us a sign. <laughs> and here comes Carl falling out of the. Last week in Tennessee, police arrested a half-naked 26-year-old woman identified as Harley Morton. We covered that story. So anyway, we've got people following, falling out of ceilings half-naked. But for now, Craig, I hope you have, you're happy with this top 10 list. It is time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Top 10 worst television spinoffs of all time. These are shows that they thought were, they Just, thought were such great, they, or they were big shows. Yeah. They thought, well, we got this is money in the bank. Yeah. All we got to do is put it together, make a show. People are going to watch this, and you know it's going to be huge. And I remember Happy Days had like a dozen spinoffs. I don't know about a dozen. But, it really did. Uh, they it, had... Johnny well, Loves Chachi. Well, they had Laverne and Shirley, Laverne which and was Shirley. huge. Mark and Mindy. Mark and Mindy. Well, now wait. Mark was on one episode of Happy Days. It was a they, spinoff. But they, they, that's where yeah, the character was introduced. Yeah, kind of. I think it's a little bit different. Joni Loves Chachi. That's a good example. Uh, Happy Days again. Okay, let's not go through. Let's just wait. Let's just... <laughs> okay, go ahead. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah, yeah. Number 10. Snooky and Jay... Wow. Wow. Jay, wow. I don't know them. Jersey Shore. Uh, number nine of the top ten worst television spinoffs of all time. I heard this was horrible. That 80s show. Was it horrible? I never saw it. I don't know. The 80s was the greatest generation in the history uh, of the world. The uh, the next one, uh, actually, one of the guys from, I uh, was just talking about last episode watching The Frighteners. Yeah. One of the ghost characters was actually one of the lone gunmen, number eight. I never saw was, an episode of that. Which was an X-Files uh, spinoff. And the characters were great on the show. But was I have a smoking a, man in it? No, I don't know. I never watched it. I think that they thought because the characters were, were fan favorites, I think, at the time, that maybe it would do a show. Be a good I, I don't think I've seen any of these. Number seven, Baywatch Nights. No, I don't know what that is. Uh, number six, top worst television spinoffs, Three's a Crowd. Now, was that off of Three's Company yeah, or something? it was. I, don't yeah. remember, I remember the name, maybe. Uh, number five. Don't remember this at all. I don't either. A show called Buddies. Uh, number five of the top ten From worst home television spinoffs. Yeah, From, from Home Improvement. Yeah. Uh, number four, Joni Loves Chachi. Probably now that one, one. Probably one of the best worst spinoffs <laughs> of all time. Uh, number three of the top ten worst television spinoffs of all time, Time of Your Life, which came from Party of Five. Now, I, did, I watched Party of Five, and I, I actually that. enjoyed it. Number two was just a train wreck in slow motion. Joey. Joey. From Friends. Yeah. Yeah, Joey was number two top ten worst television spinoff. The number one top ten worst television spinoff of all time, The Brady Brides. Yeah, everything to do with The Brady Bunch, even if it was successful or not, like the variety show and all that was yeah. just so hor- horrible. I, I, I never saw The Brady Brides. I don't even remember it. But there was there was another one. There was a Sanford and Son. There was a, a, a spinoff of that. Was San- it really? Sanford Arms or something like that. Archie Bunker's Place. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are a bunch of shows. Maud. That- Maud was a spinoff of... Maud Archie Bunker, that and it was it was Norman uh, Norman Lear, so it yeah. was in the it was in the same universe with the Jeffersons yeah. and all that stuff. But um, but I know there were more. There's been some crazy spinoffs, brother. Uh, oh, there's a spinoff of Breaking Bad coming. Yeah, but nobody cares about our that. buddy Randall informed us of yeah. that. I do. I care a lot. I've got so much I don't care going on right now about that. Better Call Saul's fantastic. That's a Breaking Bad spinoff. Better Call. Wow. Wow. Hey, thanks for listening to episode 226. We're just 50 episodes away from episode 932. That's right. We're fired up about that. Be sure to tell your friends. Get your friends to listen. Please. I mean, or get your enemies to listen. I don't care. Just get people to listen. Tell them about weird. Find somebody and say, wow. Send them to weirdnewspodcast.com. Thanks for listening. 
Hey, Dad. Love you. Hey, Mom. Hope you're feeling better. Oh, yeah. Glenn is mad because I'm not doing shout-outs to the family. Shout-out. Thanks to you. We got a drum roll here. Hey, Glenna. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. <laughs>